welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 83. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe. And as always, you can reach out to me on all of the socials at flores.run. Hope everyone is having a good week so far. Since it's only Tuesday, hopefully it's been a good week. And hopefully you had a good last week, had a good weekend. Um, it's been a little while, it's been a few weeks uh, since we had a new episode. And yeah, just wanted to check in, see how you guys are doing. Uh, appreciate the support and love and everything of you guys continuing to listen to the show. Uh, it's very much appreciated. Um, here, I've uh, been trying to stay warm. <laughs> Minnesota's a little cold. If you guys didn't didn't know me, hear me complain about that before. Um, it, it hasn't gotten like cold, cold yet. Obviously, we're still only in October, so it makes sense that it's not cold, cold. But I think the the issue is we had such a warm summer in Ohio that like the, these temperatures sitting in the forties are just like unbearably cold. But I think, you know, obviously we'll get used to it as the real weather comes, um, you know, and then since we went from summer to moving here, we kind of missed those fall months here, like the real good fall weather here in Minnesota. So uh, we basically went to the cold fall weather, um, but that's okay. You know, it turned the corner and, and we had, we had a week or two of decent and now it's starting to get a little cooler. I think our high today, it said 54 earlier this morning. It says 52 now. So it's just getting colder, uh, as the high is concerned, but, uh, it's all right. We expect it, you know, it's Minnesota. It's going to get cold. I'm just going to have to figure out how to deal with it, how to run with it. Uh, today I'm actually, I didn't do my morning run. I'm actually pushing it to the afternoon to kind of see how my body feels with that. I don't really like afternoon runs. Um, so I'm curious on how that's going to, to feel on my body, if it's a good run or not. Just trying to determine good times to run, you know, when the weather does get real cold, how am I going to handle that? Like, am I going to uh, just get out and run in the morning period? Or do I need to figure out another opportunity or another time that would be best to do it? So that's kind of my thinking of this is, hey, do it while it's not freezing to see if your body's going to handle that. And then you know, can make that determination. Because if not, I just got to go back to the morning. So I just got to deal with it. So and it's fine too. you know, it's, it's kind of hard with work with the central time zone and working in Eastern trying to make sure I get that timing right. But you know what, I'll figure it out. We'll get to the bottom of it. It'll all work out. It's no big deal. Um, but yeah, the uh, over the weekend, I had an opportunity to volunteer uh, for a race called Surf the Murph. Um, it's actually just down the road from where we live. And it's a, a trail race at distances from 25K to 100 miler. And if you'd seen um, yesterday, which was is today, uh, yesterday from this episode releasing, I posted, uh, they gave it like a volunteer medal, which is literally just a regular medal and just said volunteer on it. I thought that was pretty cool. Like I don't need a medal for volunteering, but it was super cool that they, that they did that. And, um, you know, I, I ended up doing the early shift on Saturday. I was there at five 30 in the morning to help with an aid station, opening the aid station. Um, basically it was, I think it was like not manned, for the hundred mile the day before. And then with everyone, all the, uh, the hundred mile and hundred K started on Saturday on Friday. And then every other race started Saturday morning. So they obviously needed more people on Saturday. So that's when we had the aid station set up, but it was like just super motivating and inspiring. Um, after volunteering, just seeing those people like push themselves to, to really a limit, you know, it's, it was a little chilly out. It was definitely cold overnight and seeing these people come in that were doing the hundred miler, just like still powering through cold and, you know, on their last lap of, I think it was six laps of that. Um, yeah, it's six laps of the park for the 100 miler, I believe. That sounds right. Um, which is just nuts to me. Um, 
you know, they're on their last lap, like, Hey, it's my last time and sitting there chatting and stuff like that. Just like super inspiring. And, um, yeah, you know, they kept moving and, and, and talking and stuff like that. But I think I'm going to head out to that trail next weekend, maybe try to do a lap. The lap's about 17 miles. Um, I don't know if I'm, I'm good for that right now, but we'll see how I feel, how much of that lap I actually get done, but it'll be nice to go down on those trails. They're supposed to be really nice and, and good for winter as well. I talked to some of the folks that were volunteering at the aid station with me and, uh, they helped me learn some new areas that might be good for running in the winter. Um, you know, once the weather gets, gets bad, cause it's going to get bad just when it's going to happen. Um, kind of the best way to, to be smart about that in the areas I can run. So got some really cool notes, um, that hopefully I'll be able to, to find some new places to run when it gets cold. But, um, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up before I get to the episode today is this, uh, one other thing Kayla and I did this weekend is we went out to brunch after the volunteering and, uh, she had ordered a Bloody Mary with brunch cause that's what she does. She likes Bloody Marys or mimosas. And usually when we're out, she does Bloody Marys, um, just cause she doesn't like making them or she, I think she likes all the extra toppings and stuff. And obviously it's just a lot of work to put those together. So, so she gets them while we're out. But one thing, uh, when the waitress dropped it off, she included like, there was like a side of a, a four ounce beer. Now, this is like the second time this happened to us. Uh, it happened uh, a couple weeks ago. We went out. Um, was it our anniversary? Maybe it was last weekend. Yeah, it may have been last weekend. Uh, and we went out and she, we, we ordered the Bloody Mary and she drops, the waitress drops off like a second glass. And we're like, what is this? And we're looking at her like, it smells like beer, but why would you give us beer? Like we ordered beer. So the waitress comes back and we're like, hey, um, just a quick question. What is this? And she goes, Oh, it's probably Molson or Coors. It depends who you buy in the bar. And she's like, Okay, maybe, maybe I should have asked a different way. Like, why? <laughs> why do we have a beer? And, and the waitress looked at us like we had four heads uh, when we asked about it. But it was apparently, I, I ended up, so this, this past weekend when it happened again, I was like, I need to look this up. I need to see is this like, is this a thing that's always been a thing? I just didn't never heard about it. Apparently, it's a, uh, a Wisconsin and like, part of Minnesota thing, like having like this beer chaser with your Bloody Mary. And, and there's like, people said that sometimes they'll at the end of drinking their Bloody Mary, like they'll pour the beer in with the ice to get like a Bloody Mary beer mixture kind of, I have no idea what it is. Basically the last two times we've had it, we've been using it as like, it's a chaser for my breakfast. So I'll eat breakfast and then I'll just do like a shot of Molson or Coors or whatever it was. They all taste the same. So I just thought it was super interesting. I'm, I'm curious if anyone else has heard of this, any listeners, if you guys have like, uh, if that's like a thing that you were surprised that I had, didn't know about that, or maybe I'm just like just in the woods and didn't had no clue. It's living under a rock. Apparently I don't drink bloody Mary. So maybe it is, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. But anyways, enough about that today. I want to talk about this idea of clarity. Um, the, it, this has kind of been on my mind quite a bit lately with, with the move and then just a ton of things going on at the same time, really just trying to get clarity in situations. You know, the move was already something to think about and, you know, what's the right or wrong way to do things or, or to go about it. You know, should we do this? Should we not? Um, looking at all of our decisions through that kind of lens of, is this the, the right time for this or whatever the case might be? So this idea of clarity has been in my head the last few weeks. And I just wanted to kind of share some of my thoughts regarding the, the topic and, and maybe it'll help you as well in finding clarity in whatever your 
struggling with or thinking about or, or mulling decisions over, maybe this will help you. So, uh, obviously with anything you want to start to kind of like defining what it is. So like, what is clarity other than a really cool song by John Mayer? And I would play it, but I don't want to get the podcast to get flagged on YouTube. Um, uh, other than that, the, here's a definition I found online. There's a ton of different definitions, uh, all relatively similar. Some of them just like too many big words. Didn't want to mess with the big words, but the, the definition I found was the quality of transparency or purity. So, so when I think of clarity, it, it's simply just being clear. Hence the transparency. We're just being clear, uh, having uh, an open mind to it, being not being clouded and that sort of thing is, is kind of how I think of this transparent and open idea. You know, the with the move and with everything going on, you know, sometimes it, the day-to-day the -day seems to just run together. We just go through the motions of doing, doing the next thing that we feel like we should be doing because that's just the way we've always done it or that's the way it's always been done with no real like clarity on our purpose or our why in doing these things. And I've noticed that the more familiar we become with uh, a situation or a thing, we tend to end up dulling those things. We no longer have the, the clarity uh, of why you know, once as, as we did when we originally started doing whatever the thing was, we've been on repeat so long that our autopilot tends to kick in and then you kind of lose this. It gets a little muddy. You know, you see clarity is needed in order to move for, forward with our purpose. You know, muddy waters make it hard to see whether your next step is going to be safe or not. You know, you don't know where that next step is going to land when it's muddy. You know, if you guys have ever been hiking or anything like that and you see a puddle or you have to cross a stream or something like that you're always looking for that next stable step however when you know when it's dirty or mucky water you can't find that next stable step which makes it harder to to understand what that next step should be and the same things with clarity and our purpose if we don't if we can't see that next step if we're not aware of that next step we're blindly taking that step whether that's because of dullness or because we just are just so foggy in our own head, then we could end up somewhere we don't want to be. You know, we, we have that same approach with our lives. When we lose that clarity again, whether it being dulled to, to repetition or just aimlessly walking around, we'll end up in a place that we did not expect. You know, and this idea of mental clarity is really where this all comes into play. You know, have you ever been in a situation where you have like a decision to make, but instead of seeing like the clear door that says, come this way, this is where you want to go. All you see is the fog. All you see is just uh, the, the, the doubt and the things in between that, that, that aren't making the decisions clear to you. And yes, well, I'll talk about a little later, like everything's not always going to be crystal clear and you, you have to step out on faith in some cases, but have you ever come to that decision where it's like, I can't find it. You end up being stuck in your own head about every single decision because you don't want to make the wrong decision. And I think so, so often we fall into that. We've talked about this before, this idea of not taking a step because of fear or because of possible, the fear of failure we don't take the step because we want to make sure we make the right step. We don't want to take a step back, even though a step back is still taking a step. Or maybe in like in today's climate, 
it's hard to, to find clarity because of all of the distractions we have. You know, so many things are pushing us one way or pulling us another way that it makes, us, makes it hard to understand which way is up, which way should we be facing? It's so, so easy to get caught up in all of it. But what if I said this? This is gonna be, I should have had an explosion thing here. I didn't realize I was gonna do that, but I did. What if I say it's, I feel like finding clarity can be very simple. Those are kids running upstairs. Have you heard that? Um, like I said, a few episodes ago though, simple does not mean easy, but you can take some simple steps to find clarity in your life and the situations you're in. It's not going to be easy. It's going to take work and go check out that episode. If you want to kind of get my concept of, of understanding the difference between simple and easy and a simple and easy life. But it really all starts with, with self-reflection and awareness. You need to ask yourself questions and, and honestly answer these questions about what is unclear. What resources may you need to seek out in order to help find that clarity? Is it something like journaling or reaching out to a friend or finding a professional, whatever it might be, you need to ask yourself the questions of what is actually unclear before you can even try to figure out how to handle it. You need to figure out what the what is. A great tool for that again, like I said, is journaling. I haven't done it personally in a while. I, I, I want to get back into it because it, it helped a lot, but it helped just get my thoughts down on paper. You know, whether it was a new idea for, for an episode or maybe a new design or maybe a new a creative thing I want to explore. I've been getting back into um, songwriting and that sort of thing. And I'm actually taking a different approach. Like I never learned music theory. So I'm learning music theory right now that's helping my songwriting process and, and doing those kinds of things. It's just a new thing I'm on because I'm always wanting to learn and this is the new thing I'm doing. So documenting these, these thoughts can help you be aware of, of kind of what's going on there. So when I get my, my thoughts and feelings down on paper journaling or, or electronically, if you want to do it that way as well, it helps me become aware of my mental state. And now that I have this kind of physical item, if you will, even if digitally, it's still technically physical, that I can review when things felt cloudy of like, hey, these are the thoughts I was having. And they might seem jumbled at the moment as I'm jotting them down, writing them down, typing them. They might seem all over the place. But then when you can take a step back after those sessions and go, oh, wait a second, these are all kind of tying together. This is kind of what I'm understanding. This is where I need to find a little more clarity. This is where the cloudy area is. So now I, I can define what it is that I need to find clarity on. So once you find what you need to, to, to have clarity on, the most important step comes next. And it's, it's the reason for the show. It's a reason for a lot of things I talk about is finding your why. What is the why in that? Why is finding clarity in this important? Now, sometimes the first thing that we can think of off the top of our head may not, may not be the real deep reason why. Usually we have an excuse, if we'll call it that, uh, on the edge of our tongue that we use to give us like a superficial response to someone when we're asked the question, why? why something is important to us or why we feel like we need to spend time on something. We have this like superficial response as like a coping mechanism, if you will. 
to, to get it out to people so we can kind of defend our reasoning for it. But, but since you're asking yourself the question, you don't need to defend against yourself. What you really need to do is be honest with yourself, really dig down into your why, investigate what that why is, break it down, really understand why in order to, to be true and authentic with yourself. That, that is by far the most important step in this process. Because if you can't figure out the why, you're never going to be able to get to the how if you're going to do the work. You need to know the what because you need to know what it is, but you need to know why. That's so important. And, and once you get the why, you, the rest is just putting in the work. You know, I don't, I don't think we're going to have clarity in everything that we do. You know, we can strive to, to guide our hearts and minds in, in, in areas. Let me rephrase that. I have my notes here and I'm stumbling over my own notes. I don't think we, ha- we will have clarity in everything that we do, but we can strive to guide our hearts and minds in areas that will help provide a fulfilling life. I found this quote online. It says, it's a funny thing. It actually takes about the same amount of energy to sustain a mediocre life as it does to build an incredible, incredibly fulfilling one. Anthony Moore. So why would we spend the, the same energy and not end up having a fulfilling life? Why would we spend the same amount of energy and work just to skate by, to have the easy life? If we go back to the episode. Getting, getting clearer on your purpose will help bring so many other attributes into your life. You're going to have more confidence. You're going to have less doubt in things. You're going to be better equipped to recognize your strengths and your weaknesses as they come up. You'll be aware of it because you'll be seeing so clearly what's going on. And because of that, because of the process of breaking down the why and how you're doing that to gain clarity, you're going to be taking more steps with purpose. So let's say you're trying to find clarity with a, a career change or, or a move or maybe even a relationship, whatever it is, take, take the time to break it down, to, to ask those questions, to be honest with yourself, to find out the what and the why behind it. If when you understand the whys of the situations, you can make a much better decision when you really break it down. Again, we're going to have so many situations in life that are going to be foggy. And sometimes we just have to step out in faith. I've talked about it, I think literally every week, this idea of getting out of our comfort zones, stepping in a little bit of that discomfort in order to continue to move forward when we just sit in our comfort and kind of stay the way we are, you end up missing out on, on opportunities because you weren't open to thinking in those other ways. So if we, we kind of flip that into a clarity sake, when we just stay comfortable and saying, Hey, that situation is cloudy. It's always going to be cloudy. I'm not going to question it being cloudy, or I don't want to dig into why, I want clarity in this and you just turn the other way because you're, you're hitting a little bit of a wall or hitting a little bit of resistance. You end up shortchanging yourself and the opportunity that you might have to experience something. And again, not every decision you make is going to be the right one. We're going to make decisions. We're like, ah, shit, like I probably shouldn't have done that. Like that's not the way I wanted to go. But the only way we know that is to actually go down that path. 
So we will end this, this idea of clarity and finding clarity, helping define what the issue is and why that issue is important to you lays the groundwork for all the work that you need to do to gain clarity, to have as much information as you can to make a well-informed decision on whatever it is. But again, you need to know the why. Why is it important? Why are you going after this? Because then you can make sure you're guiding your research, if you will, down the correct path. And when you have that, you'll be able to live a life of clarity because you'll have all the information that you need. Again, you're not going to have all the answers. Nobody has all the answers, but you'll have a clear mind knowing that you're moving forward with the information that you do have. And yes, again, sometimes it takes a little bit of that faith to step out into that little bit of discomfort to really start to grow and stretch yourself. Another quote I found is there are, there are few things more powerful than a life lived with passionate clarity. And that's it. The amount of things that we can accomplish in our life when we are not only just trying to gain clarity, but pursuing it, going after it. The, the more we can accomplish in our lives, having clarity in those situations, again, allows us to make more informed decisions, better informed decisions rather, so that we are getting the most out of this life. I hope I'm clear. It's not about getting, getting things per se, but it's experiences, but that's a whole nother way. I, I don't need to go down that path. I won't be here for another 20 minutes if I end up doing that, but yeah, I uh, hope you guys hope that helps someone. Uh, I'd love to hear from you guys, kind of your thoughts on clarity and, and what you do to, to help you kind of get clear in situations when things are unknown, when things come up that you may not fully have the answer for how do you kind of break down those thoughts so love to hear from you You can reach out to me on social media everywhere at flores.run uh subscribe leave a review for the podcast you guys know the deal you can visit the website www.flores.run uh north dakota blog will be up this week i'm finishing the edits today um we are hangry.com there's a lot of cool stuff going on i'll talk about that more next week but thank you so much for joining me today remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time see you guys next week